Now attend, O assembled masses, through the firmament without pillars, across the maddening depths, and join the tale. Remember that night right before I wake up. It was 1928, over the Gulf of Mexico. The wind rushing into the plane, struggling with my brother over the amulet. It's mine. You won't take it from me. It's driven you mad! And of course, Magdalena. Stop it! You'll kill us all! Magdalena, get the parachute on! I'm not strong enough to keep hold of Miriam! Knowing I have to save them both gives me the strength to break free of Joaquin's grip. But then, he stands again, a pistol in his hand. It has to be this way, Alejandro. Put on the parachute. No, I won't leave them, Joaquin. Do it, damn you. Take her. Magdalena, no. Daddy, I'm I love you. No. In free fall, I curled into a ball to protect Mary and pulled the ripcord. We tumble, screaming for an eternity. Finally, the plane spins out of control. A bolt of lightning strikes it, and it disintegrates into a ball of flame. Magdalena! And now, Mythic Pictures brings you Mr. Mythology! When ancient, sinister forces menace the world, humanity has only one champion! Alex Saint stars as Mr. Mythology! Deus Vox! Imbued with the amazing powers of the gods, Mr. Mythology can assume the guise and strength of Heracles, the powerful benevolence of the Jade Emperor, the lightning and thunder of Apu Apu, the most thrilling serial ever produced, Marvel at the adventures of Mr. Mythology! I gotta work, Bernie. My kid depends on me. Yeah, try having eight, Alex, plus two ex-wives. Bernie, I'm begging you. Alex, we just don't have anything that's right for you at the moment. What about Jerry's new cereal? I can do film. Now that Martian thing? Yeah, is that what they want now? Spacemen and rockets? Oh, I hope so. Do they need a lead? The lead's cast. I could play the villain. Yeah, big green puppet. Doesn't even have an agent. Faithful sidekick? They're going with a plucky girlfriend. Alex, I'm sorry. <coughs> Bernie Wiseman. I gotta take this. Something will come up. It always does. My love to Marion. It's Miriam. It'll be a hit, Sal. Who doesn't love Spaceman? Am I right? In outer space, a distortion ripples like waves across an ebony sea. A jagged violet scar materializes, and a hulking ship emerges from the wound. To human eyes, the craft would evoke a predator from the deepest depths of the ocean, bristling with glowing spires and vicious spines. It glides silently past Jupiter, heading toward the inner planets. On a city bus some moments later, Alejandro Santos, a.k.a. Alex Saint, is reading a newspaper looking for employment. You're Mr. Mythology. 
We gotta keep that between us. I'm here on a secret mission. You are? There's a nest of harpies around here. I intend to root them out and stop their diabolical scheme. Wow. See? Everything's gonna be fine, as long as Mr. Mythology's around. Thanks, Mr. Mythology. St. Mary's Children's Hospital, northbound. Next stop, Bay Terrace. missing something. Flavor. Dinner's pretty much ready, Dad. Smells great, honey. I wouldn't go that far. So, how'd it go? I'll be auditioning for the lead in a new serial. That's great. Do you think you'll get it? This from my number one fan? It was a moment of weakness. I blame hunger. My faith in humanity is restored. Did you finish your report for school? And return the library books. And fix the leak in the bathtub. And, against my better judgment, I sold your Mr. Mythology toga top to Mrs. Cunningham like you asked. I made sure we got top dollar. You are a force of nature, honey. In fact, you deserve a reward. Get your coat. But the suit... It'll keep. I'm taking you out for burgers and shakes. Dad, we can't afford that. Rent's due and... You let me worry about that, okay? Besides, I feel like our luck's about to change. The moon hovers in the void, a sentinel watching over the distant Earth, which floats peacefully 239,000 miles away. From Earth, a man might see a faint glimmer of phosphorescent points of light sliding from lunar umbra to penumbra. The squalor-formed ship emerges from the darkness and glides past the moon toward Earth. Dim, bioluminescent light creates an eerie twilight. Hollow ovoids cover the interior surface of the cylindrical bridge, affixed to the floors, walls, and ceiling. Shadowy Threll hunch inside their ovoids, the bridge crew at their stations. The Threll commander floats in a chair, studying fuzzy images of Earth on a holographic screen. The helmsman speaks. Commander Kafal, it's scrambling our sensors, making a full scan of the surface impossible. Is it Dravanian technology? It is, Commander. The shield will repel our energy weapons and render our instruments and engines useless if we attempt to pass through. Are they still here? Or is it something they left behind? Is the shield impenetrable? Negative, Commander. Sensors detect space debris passing through the shield. Send a stage two Korax to the surface in a transport pod. Let us announce our presence. The helmsman's spidery fingers dance across his holographic control panel. Outside the ship, an iris doorway swirls open. A bizarre ovoid object ejects and rockets toward the blue planet below. There you go, honey. Enjoy. Where's yours, Dad? Oh, I'm stuffed. You go ahead. It's the size of the Chrysler building. We'll share. So, tell me about this new role. Well, uh, it's a pilot. A stunt pilot. Brave, dashing. Naturally. And he gets kidnapped by sinister spacemen. Big mistake, little green man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he turns the tables on them, takes control of their rocket ship. What's the flyboy's name? Well, his name is, uh, uh, 
I'm sorry, honey, but I, uh, gotta... What the devil?! The alien ovoid, looking like a jagged conch shell the size of a double-decker bus, lies smoking in a deep crater. Cars and buildings have been damaged by the force of the impact. The ovoid hisses as seams appear. It cracks and bursts open. Inside, a Korax, a gigantic, monstrous being with spines, multiple eyes, and armored limbs covering a bioluminescent horror. It emerges and roars. Good God! What is that, Dad? A woman, trapped under rubble. That thing is going to... Miriam, stay down! Dad, what are you doing? LEAVE HER ALONE! DAD! RUN! The monster raises its terrible fist and screeches. The dread weight falls like a hammer blow upon an anvil. Dave's Fox! DADDY! The Korax unhinges its terrible jaw, and some unknowable energy begins to glow like a furnace. The light from its mouth glows white-hot. Suddenly, a glowing figure slams into the creature's center of mass, knocking it aside, then lands beside young Miriam. Dad? It's Mr. Mythology! He's flying! He's punching the stuffing out of that thing! I'm dreaming. This can't be happening. No way. The Korax again opens its glowing maw and fires a beam of alien energy at Mr. Mythology. He disappears into the indigo light. The beam burns out, and the monster steps back, leaving the street a boiling, bubbling slag heap. Mr. Mythology stands in the caustic cauldron. His clothes are partially burned away, and parts of his skin are burnt. But he is still alive and stands defiant before the creature. Deus Vox! Multicolored shafts of light split the sky, striking Mr. Mythology. The prismatic beams lift him into the air and swirl him around. His body begins to change. The Korax recoils, shielding its eyes from the brilliance that blinds it like the sun, as do the rest of the onlookers. Only Miriam stares, her eyes shining, golden. When the light finally fades, Mr. Mythology has transformed into Ra, the sun god. The bronze-skinned titan throws back his falcon head and screeches. The Korax recovers and blasts Ra with another beam of alien energy. Ra raises a hand and creates a glowing orb of pure energy, stopping the alien beam. A beam of solar fire blasts the monster. The Korax's mouth is fused shut. Enraged, it snatches up a car and hurls it at Ra, who swoops out of the way gracefully. Ra zooms toward the Korax, a kopesh of flame forming in his hand. Diving toward the monster, Ra flies past its face, slashing and dodging. The monster stiffens, its eyes glazing, and falls dead to the ground. Dad, it's me. Menea Sorb, who are you, child? You are familiar to me. Can you understand me? It's me, Miriam. Miriam. Honey? Let's get you out of here. Come on. Hang in there, Dad. What's happening to me? We've got to hurry! 
Mr. Saint, Miss Saint, quickly, get in. Who are you? My name is Cassandra Tillingast. I'm here to help you. Look, lady, we're not going anywhere with... dream is different this time. Strange, but somehow familiar. A dark maelstrom, illuminated from within by blinding flashes of lightning, and two godlike figures battling within. A titan, rising from the maelstrom, slashing at a horrible, tentacled thing with a sword of celestial fire. An ancient alien city made of spines and corners that hurt to look at. Shapes above, hovering in clouds and raining down destruction. A sea of monsters filling the streets, not attacking, but fleeing the destruction from above. Gods of war and death, all claws and teeth and blood, step from pillars of prismatic light and flatten what remains of the city. A towering many-armed blue woman bathed in yellow flames, lunges and attacks, and in the moment, I see her face. It's... On time! Dad? Are you okay? I'm fine, honey. I'm fine. Are you alright? Then come with me. I have some things to show you. Mr. Saint, how are you feeling? Nice place. That's quite a collection of books. Books, artifacts, I find history to be good company. It suits. Please, have a seat. The coffee is fresh, as are the biscuits. You must be starving. I could eat. Please, Miriam, my dear, will you pour? Sure thing, Miss Tillingast. You must have many questions, Mr. Saint, and I intend to answer them. But my time is short. They will be here soon. They? The creature you battled in the streets was just a scout to test our defenses. Its masters are sure to send more. What was that thing? It was a Korax, a living weapon, created and unleashed by the Threll, an alien race from another dimension. I know this is difficult to accept, but I assure you what I am telling you is true. What the heck happened to me? You are a very special individual, Mr. Saint. Someone who can channel and manifest amazing powers. I became a god. That is one name for it. That's not possible. There's no such thing. Why don't you come with me? I have something to show you. It's okay, Dad. She's nice. A what? A vessel, Dad. How do you know so much? I took the liberty of informing your daughter while you rested, Mr. Saint. She's exceedingly clever. Thanks. Yeah, by half. Hey! Okay, so a vessel is someone who can manifest these godlike powers? Correct. There, and there's dozens of them out there. Theoretically, although I know of only a handful. But that's not what I am. You're a special kind of vessel. You're an inheritor. A vessel can only manifest one god, but you can become anyone you want. So, you bought into all of this? After what I saw, I'd have to be a big dope to doubt it, Dad. Holy cow! Neat, huh? Welcome to the Foundry, Mr. Saint. 
May I introduce Hephaestus? Howdy. Call me Festus. Hello again, little lady. Here, just let me cool off a minute. Put her there. Hey, it's an honor, Mr. Singh. You just walked out of a furnace. Oh, heck. That ain't nothing compared to what you're going to be able to do. Welcome to the family, Mr. Saint. And not a moment too soon. We have been unable to pinpoint the shield's power source, but we have verified the Corax was neutralized. Any change in the shield? Negative, Commander. Why have they not attacked? We are not cloaked. Dispatch a stage four Corax to the surface. Summon the rest of the fleet through the gate. But, Commander, the presence of a Sentinel has been confirmed. Without a full scan, we cannot gauge the enemy's strength. The cowards hide behind a shield. Do they seem a threat to you? Do as I command. I obey. Please take this, Mr. Saint. It's beautiful. And what will a silver charm do for me exactly? It's platinum. It will help you maintain control when you channel the power. What do you recall from your last experience, when you first manifested? I remember a warm feeling and a strange pressure in my head. My ears popped. Then it felt like I was holding onto a live wire. That was the vessel stage. Other vessels like Festus can manifest that fairly easily. So, you can channel the Greek god Hephaestus? Uh, Romans called him Vulcan. What can you do? Well, I can build all kinds of contraptions. And like you saw, heat don't bother me much. Not to mention, I, I get pretty strong and tough. Comes in pretty handy. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. And when you become raw, what did you experience then? It was like a bad dream. I could see and hear everything. But it wasn't me anymore. Something else was in charge. Ah, that's the Avatar stage. And it's dangerous even for the most experienced vessel. These powers come with memories and personalities that will eclipse yours. Whose memories and personalities are we talking about? The gods? In essence, yes. But it is more complicated than that. Suffice to say that this amulet will ensure you remain in control, Mr. Saint. You should wear it at all times. I don't go anywhere without mine. What about you? You a vessel? I am a scientist dedicated to studying and understanding this phenomenon. My goal is to prepare the Earth for what is coming. An invasion? By the Threll, was it? Yes, Mr. Saint. An alien invasion, which has but one purpose. The extermination of the human race. But this is just like my character Mr. Mythology. I say a magic phrase and I turn into gods? The phrase is not strictly necessary. It seems you use it to focus your mind, to channel the power. It's just a silly movie serial. It's not real. Who came up with it? I don't know. Probably Jack Dietrich, the director. Did he? Think carefully, Mr. Saint. No. Wait. It wasn't Jack. It was your idea, wasn't it? I got it from some crazy dreams I had. Memories, Mr. Saint. It's in your DNA. DNA? 
Hmm, the genetic information inside your cells that makes you who you are. I know I don't have to convince you to help us. I've watched you, Mr. Saint. You are the champion Earth desperately needs. Okay. Just tell me what I need to do. Hmm. What the heck is that? Some kind of TV? We call it Mimir. It's one of Festus's inventions. It's a thinking machine. I prefer the modern term, computer. It will show the location of the attack. That's Central Park! At that moment, miles away, people fill Central Park. Families picnic. Couples lost in romance sit on benches, old men walk their dogs, and children play softball. Suddenly, their attention is drawn skyward as two fiery objects fall from an empty sky. The objects break apart, revealing two sinuous coracks. To Earth eyes, they resemble nightmarish winged centipedes, part organic, part machine. People run, screaming, taking cover where they can find it. The blasts of the Koraks engulf the park in flames. The Threll have sent more Koraks. We must stop them. Festus, get the Wasp ready. You can get to Central Park on your own power, Mr. Saint. My own power? You must manifest in Avatar form. I don't know that I can. People's lives are at stake. This is no time for uncertainty. You can do it, Dad. Just use your magic phrase. We'll catch up as soon as we can. I'll open the observatory doors. I love you, honey. I love you too, Daddy. Deus Vox! Quetzalcoatl, an excellent choice, Mr. Saint. Don't you mean Mr. Mythology? Of course. Dad, is that you? Yes, honey. It's me this time. This amulet thing seems to be working. <laughs> you look incredible! No time for admiration. You are needed, Mr. Mythology. I'll see you soon. Be careful, Dad. Mr. Mythology, channeling Quetzalcoatl, rockets toward Central Park. His skin gleams like polished jade. His feathered cloak has become a pair of massive wings, and he wears a conch shell breastplate and carries a woven morning star shield. In a web of dry lightning, Mr. Mythology streaks into the park, striking one of the two Koraks with electrical fury. As the Korax writes itself, Mr. Mythology attacks. He forms an Aztec sword, a macrohedal, from pure electricity and brings it down on the creature's head. It screeches and shudders, then breaks apart into four separate creatures. The creature, which was formerly the head of the Korax, falls, but the remaining three blast Mr. Mythology with alien energy beams. One of the Korax wraps itself around Mr. Mythology's stunned body, repeatedly stinging him with a metallic stinger. The others quickly join in. The other Korax opens its fiery maw and prepares to blast Mr. Mythology with another energy beam. But suddenly... Tezcalipuca, a human-jaguar hybrid, tackles the Korax, attacking it with claws and teeth. The jaguar man tears into the Korax, ripping chunks off the creature's head. It shrieks as it is torn to pieces. Like its twin, its exoskeleton breaks apart into four separate Korax. Moving with blinding speed, Tezcalipoca jumps clear of the alien attacks, 
dodges around the park and dissolves into a column of thick black smoke. He coalesces back into the Jaguar God and rips one Korax from the writhing mass around Mr. Mythology. His arm, freed, Mr. Mythology smashes another Korax, sending it careening across the park. The remaining Korax take to the sky, regrouping for another attack. You're... you're a... A vessel. It seems you could use an ally. There are still six of them. Yes, a pity. I almost feel sorry for them. I promise to leave some for you. With a savage snarl, the Jaguar Man takes a running leap and lunges at one of the Korax. It blasts Tezcalipoca with lightning, standing his fur on end. He tackles the Korax out of the sky, biting it savagely. Mr. Mythology takes to the air, his body crackling with electricity, but the remaining Korax fly higher, intertwining their bodies. The Korax glow and merge with one another, forming a huge dragon, a beast with writhing tentacles and membranous wings interlaced with steel tendons and bristling with steel outgrowths. This may prove more interesting than I had originally thought. We will fight them together. Like when we were young, eh, brother? What? Where are we going? To the Wasp Landing Pad. What the heck is the Wasp? That is the Wasp, an insect-winged flying vehicle. Do hop up. Oh. Now buckle in back there. Are we going to help my dad? We're certainly going to try. Here we go. Mr. Mythology, as the avatar of Quetzalcoatl, is fighting alongside Tetzcanlepoca, a jaguar god. He begins to speak, but is interrupted by a terrible roar from the Korax dragon. The dragon vents indigo fire from its mouth, blasting the ground. The two vessels dive away in opposite directions. The Korax dragon tracks Mr. Mythology with its head, blasting a swath of scorched earth. Its tail whips barbed stingers at Tezcatlipoca, shattering trees. Mr. Mythology swivels in midair and fires lightning bolts at the dragon from his maquahedal sword. The Korax convulses and crashes to the ground. Tezcatlipoca leaps onto the Korax dragon. As he does, dark lightnings from the heavens strike him, and he transforms in midair into a massive jaguar. He lands on the dragon, slashing with his obsidian claws. They roll, biting and tearing at each other savagely. The jaguar finally sinks his obsidian teeth into the Korax's neck. It shrieks and belches fire into the jaguar's face. Tezcatlipoca yowls and jumps back. A blast of freezing breath erupts from his mouth, engulfing the dragon and freezing it solid. With a thunderous war cry, Mr. Mythology dies at the frozen Korax and smashes the creature with his electric sword. The Korax shatters into a thousand glistening pieces. Well done, brother. Stop calling me that. Who are you? I am Tezcalipoca, the brother of Quetzalcoatl. How were you able to transform into that... that monstrous jaguar? You have this power as well. I can show you how to channel it. 
Do you truly not know me, brother? My brother's dead. I am a god. The gods never die. Is it possible? Let us assume our true forms, and everything will become clear. What are you waiting for? For you to become vulnerable. <laughs> it had to be this way, Alejandro. But we must speak in peace. Away from those who would poison you against me. He ain't alone. I see them. Take us down low. He's got my dad! They're turning into black smoke! I'll never catch him. We can track Mr. Saint's amulet. You can do that? They were designed with that in mind. We'll find you, Paul, little lady. Don't you fret none about that. The dream comes again. This time in the ancient temples of Machu Picchu. There, our battles were already underway. You will never defeat me, Supe. I am Inti, the Sun Lord. No fair. You always get to be the hero. Of course. I'm the better warrior. <laughs> All right, you crybaby. You can be Inti this time. I'll be Supe. You mean it? I was always the better villain. Boys, come see what I found. An old puzzle box. Now watch carefully. That's not what you've been looking for, is it, Papa? No, son. It's beautiful. Yes, it is. It is the symbol of Mama Killa, the moon goddess. Can I hold it? Me first. I'm the oldest. Hey! I'll let you see it when he's done, Alejandro. When I find what I'm looking for, I promise you, you'll get to hold it first. Wake up. Where am I? We are on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm sorry I struck you, Alejandro, but I had no time to explain. Joaquim? Hello, little brother. It's good to see you again. You don't seem pleased to see me. Last time I saw you... You were trying to kill me. I was confused then, but now I understand. Magdalena, is she still alive? Alejandro, given all that you've seen, all that you've experienced and learned, your first question to me is about an old flame? She's the mother of my daughter. Is she still alive? Tell me! Whether she is or she isn't, it will not matter soon. What do you mean? Surely your friends told you about the impending alien invasion. Our race is about to be exterminated. What do you have to do with it? I'm on your side. We are both custodians of an incredible power. Saviors of humanity. Gods! Isn't that what we always wanted? I never wanted that. And yet, here you are. We must face this together. We must reawaken the other gods. This is what our father was preparing for. This is his life's work. It is what he died for. It's what Magdalena died for. You're sure he's at this dockside warehouse? The signal comes from inside this building. Do you think he's okay? I aim to find out. You two stay here and out of sight until I give the all clear signal. No, I want to help my dad. Let's first make sure he's in there. 
let me just get a grip on this door. Whoa! It's empty. There's his amulet. Oh, no. What happened to her? She witnessed the birth of a god. As you fell from the plane, I hung the amulet from my neck. Joaquim, we have to try and land! I could not respond, as I had fallen into the grip of a trance. She got to the controls and began to jerk, trying to gain control. The plane went into a spiral. I closed my eyes, but... Tezcatlipoca opened them. I searched for her, but found nothing. Magdalena. I'm sorry, Alejandro. I'd best be getting back to Miriam. She'll be worried about me. Have you heard nothing I said? You can't simply walk away. We have a divine purpose. Divine? Alejandro, we were given these powers for a reason. We must not only save humanity. We must guide them. Rule them. Rule. So we finally come to it. I knew you hadn't changed. What do gods do if not rule? We are not gods, Joaquin. We're just men. And poor excuses for them. No! It must be this way! You must stand by my side! You must fight the Threll! I intend to, but not under your guidance! Will you trust her instead? Cassandra? She is not what she seems. She will lie to you, use you! She has already done so! What have you done with my amulet? This is what I mean. You don't need her trinket! Channel your power! Welcome it! It reveals mysteries and whispers secrets! Is that what happened to you? It's clearly driven you mad! I am not mad! I am Kamazots! The Bat God! You're not the only inheritor, Mr. Mythology. I'm the eldest, remember? My power, it will always be greater. I am Pantheon! You've always felt you were better than me. Well, here's your chance to prove it. Show me you're stronger, or submit to my will! Deus Vox! He's on the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, little lady, how can you... Hurry! He needs us! Well, uh, all right. The two brother gods circled. The black lightning of Pantheon as Camazots the Bat God crackling against the golden energy of Mr. Mythology as Ra the Sun God. A noble choice, brother. A fitting choice. Darkness and light. That was always the way with us. I was always the better villain. Mr. Mythology forms a golden shield and deflects Pantheon's attack. He fires a beam of solar fire at Pantheon, who twists gracefully in the air and avoids it. He pirouettes in midair and grabs Mr. Mythology, his talons gleaming. Mr. Mythology parries several savage slashes with his kopesh. Wielding the power comes easy to you, brother. Eu! Nesser am Sejet Raim! No! I am not Ra! I am Alex Saint! Listen to the voices! Learn their secrets! Embrace it! Gar! The two clash once more chasing each other around the bridge towers and through suspension cables, slashing, parrying, blasting, and dodging in a vicious aerial duel. Pantheon spreads his wings, and dark tendrils lash out and wrap around Mr. Mythology. Atumra, Seshim Neterpariya, Great Atumra, Lord of the Sun, hear me. Your city has need of you again. Awaken, Lord Ra. 
Defend your people. Your time has come again. Channel your power. Save the faithful worshippers from the coming darkness. That's one doozy of a Donnybrook. Dad's transformed. Who's that bat guy? He's an inheritor, like your father. I thought Dad was the only one. No, Miriam, there are others. And some, like that one, are dangerous. What if Dad can't change back? Well, I reckon he's got bigger problems at the moment. Pantheon holds his winged arms up to the dark sky. Dark lightning strikes him again, and he grows, losing his human shape altogether and becoming a huge, monstrous bat. Pantheon, as the bat monster, swoops toward the bridge, blasting it with his destructive sonic screech, shattering the middle span. People scream as cables snap, and the two halves of the bridge start to buckle and slide into the East River. Deus Vox! With a flash of prismatic light, Mr. Mythology transforms into a huge, fiery phoenix. Oh my god, Dad! He's assumed pure avatar form. The phoenix breathes a column of fire at the monster bat. The inky-winged bat shrinks and retreats hastily, its body smoldering. The phoenix sweeps over the bridge. The long feathers of its tail become two sinuous snakes of living flame, pulling the pieces of the bridge together and holding them in place. Beams of searing fire from the phoenix's eyes fuse the bridge together. Get us as close as you can, Festus. Yes, ma'am. Hand me that case under your seat, Miss Saint. Is that a gun case? Keep us steady, Festus. I'm trying my best. Let's see. Ah, the amulet. Now, if the bat will just hold steady... There you are. Will that kill it? Hush now. She's concentrating. The beam strikes the bat. There is an explosion of light as the chain shatters and the golden amulet flies off the bat's body. Dark powers flee from the monster and back toward the sky. It shrieks as it transforms back into the avatar of Kamazots, who flails for the amulet. He fumbles and falls, continuing to transform, now shrinking back to his original form, his inhuman shriek becoming a human scream. He plummets into the East River, far below, disappearing into the black, choppy waters. The phoenix releases the bridge and rises above it, shrieking its triumph. How will he change back? I don't know. Fly us closer to him. What? It wouldn't bother me, but you two would burn to a crisp for sure. Just do it. Get us as close as possible. Daddy! Daddy, it's me! Get down! Inside the flying vehicle, the young woman's eyes glow golden, locking onto the burning gaze of the phoenix. Daddy! And she leaps out of the craft. Miriam, no! Miriam falls, slowly tumbling head over heels. The phoenix watches her, intent. The phoenix reaches out its talon. Daddy! I've got you, baby. I've got you. Mr. Mythology, once again in the form of Ra, skims over the surface of the water, holding Miriam. He flies back to the shore. Daddy, is that you? It's... it's me, honey. So, how'd I do? All right. 
I rather think I have my work cut out for me. But not bad for your first attempt. We have a few things to discuss. Yes, I imagine we do. We should be going in any case. Do sit. I'll be mother. How is Miriam? As soon as her head hit that pillow, she was out like a light. She had a very busy day. We all did. I think even Festus retired early. I want to thank you for your hospitality. It's the least I can do, Mr. Saint, given our circumstances. You tried to recruit my brother, didn't you? Before me. I did. Years ago. As you might imagine, it didn't turn out well. He's an inheritor and can do everything I can? Yes, but like you, he has his Achilles heel. You need your phrase to transform. He needs his medallion. That weakness saved us today, as did your love for Miriam. How long have you known about Joachim and I? I watched you both a long time. I actually knew your father before either of you was born. He was a brilliant man, a good man. He was dear to me. You don't look that old. Joachim said you're not what you seem. And what do I seem to be? A woman who cares about the people around her. A woman who passionately believes in her cause. A woman with many secrets. I give you my word that everything I've told you is the truth. I'm a scientist, and my goal is to defend this world and humanity from the Threll invasion. But... You're right about the secrets. In time, I hope we can trust each other enough to share them. So, what now? Our work begins. I told you I know of the existence of a handful of vessels. We must find them and convince them to join our cause. Great strength will be needed to accomplish the task ahead. Joachim is still alive. I can feel it. Yes, I know. And he intends to do the same thing. Only we must do it first. I believe he has already found some vessels and twisted them to his ends. To rule the world as gods? To his credit, I do believe he wishes to save it first. But yes, he wishes to rule the world. The inheritor power has corrupted him. That was always a risk. It won't corrupt me. I give you my word. I believe you. You are a lot like your father. There is much more to discuss. But you will forgive me as I am quite weary. You're right. If I'm to save the world, I'd better get some shut-eye. Good night, Miss Tellingast. Good night, Mr. Saint. Don't you mean Mr. Mythology? Jupiter and her moons float majestically in the inky ether. Mithril's ship zooms past the moon Titan. We've arrived at the rendezvous coordinates, Commander. Signal the fleet. It is done. A small distortion forms in the vastness of space, opening into a violet interdimensional hole. A beam from the Thrill ship fires into the hole. Seconds later, the beam cuts off and the hole closes. Mere moments after, A dozen massive portals swirl open. An alien fleet of all shapes and sizes glides out of the portals. Ships cut through space. Leviathan monstrosities rumble through, 
and gigantic Nautilus ships slither into this reality. All the ships bristle with weaponry. Welcome, my brethren. We have waited our entire lives for this moment. Let us savor it. The dream of our ancestors is about to become reality. The vengeance our forefathers yearned for will finally be granted. Let us proceed to Earth and exterminate the parasites that infest that world. Let us cleanse the universe of their stench forever. Let us go to war, my brethren, and reclaim our ancient home. And here, Assembled Mass, we leave the story of Alex Saint for the moment. Be assured, the story will continue. Mr. Mythology is presented with Brett Weaver as Alex Saint and Mr. Mythology, Elena Derive as Miriam Saint, Phoebe Green as Cassandra, Chad Warren as Festus, Ed Almeida as Joaquim Santos and Pantheon, Aaron Derive as Cthul, Nora Pirsch as the Threll Helmsman, and Katie Dalton, Natasha Gibbs, and James Gibbs as additional voices. The narrator was voiced by Craig York. The production was recorded at Sweetheart Studios, conveniently located in downtown Austin, Texas, by Seth Gibbs and Jimmy Wildcat. Characters and script were written by Aaron Derive. The show was produced for audio theater by Craig York and Ben Gibbs. Your announcer speaking. Tune in again for another exciting adventure of Mr. Mythology.